everyone, and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. to just mention, if you have not subscribed yet to the podcast, please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And let me know if this is helping you. Please DM me at susanfink.rise on Instagram because I'd really love to hear what you think. And I would love any sort of feedback that you'd like to give me or even topics that you're interested in hearing about. But I wanted to just jump right into this episode because quite honestly, I typically write all of my episodes. I really think through what I want to say, and I really put a lot of thought into the episodes, writing them out, identifying the order of them and all of those things. But today's a little different. I just felt so compelled to write about my day today. And tell me if this resonates with you. Have you ever felt like you're just on a roller coaster throughout the day? I mean, the day starts off one way and then ebbs and flows throughout the day, it goes up and down, up and down, and then ends in a whole different way that you did not expect, especially from how the day started from the beginning. Oh man, I, I'm hoping that you're nodding your head and saying, yes, I totally get it, a roller coaster. And it's not just today. I mean, it happens a lot. And I really hope that you're you're agreeing with me because I also don't want to feel like I'm the only one who's going through this crazy roller coaster of emotions, of just patience. I mean, just so much that you have to go through. So I just really felt compelled to write about this or to talk about this today. And I didn't really write much down. I wrote a few words down that I wanted to talk about, but this is pretty much off the cuff, which I typically don't do. I haven't done, but if you can just bear with me through this episode, I'm hoping that something that I say will help you or resonate with you or just feel like you can relate to me or you have someone to identify what you're going through. So much like the rest of the country, my son is doing distance learning from home. And today started off just an okay day. You know, he woke up and he was just a little bit out of it, but that's kind of how he is in the morning. He's not really a morning person. But as we got into the day, we listened to some music, we played a little bit before school started, got ready for the day, breakfast, all that kind of stuff, and school started. He was able to get through maybe the first quarter of the day. And then once we got into a specific subject, which is writing, writing is really difficult for him, coming up with sentences, thinking about those things on his own, and I totally get it. It just took a whole different turn. It's like you're on a roller coaster, and then you don't see it coming, and all of a sudden you're on like a loop-de-loop, or you're taking a sharp right or a sharp left. And that just really kind of threw me, because I know that he has a hard time with this subject, but it was like things were great, and then all of a sudden it was like, boom you know, here we go in a whole other direction. I need to change my mind. I need to rethink things. I need to really be patient. I need to think about what I'm saying, how I'm handling the situation. And it just really kind of surprised me. But again, I really shouldn't have been surprised. I should have known this was coming. I mean, this is pretty much every day. There's some sort of turn that we're taking and we're on a little bit of a roller coaster, maybe a little bumpy one, but today it was a lot bigger of a roller coaster. And so I just felt deflated 
I could feel the tears in my eyes coming. He was crying. He had a really hard time with just making the shift. And and with school, he's in a general education class. And of course, with distance learning, I mean, kids are on Zoom and it's hard. This is not easy for them. I mean, in-person is definitely much better, but it just adds another layer of complexity, right? When they're at home distance learning. So he was in tears. I started tearing up and I really didn't want him to see me crying because I try not to do that because it does kind of fuel him. He is very empathetic and he will feel bad if he sees me crying. And so I wasn't necessarily crying out of sadness. I was just frustrated. You know, I was frustrated that things kind of took another turn. I was unsure how to handle things in the moment. You know, when we're in these situations, we have to pivot really fast. And that's not always an easy thing to do. Every single time, especially when maybe you didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, maybe you're just overwhelmed with a lot of things going on, especially with being at home and with the pandemic that's going on. You know, maybe you're just feeling exhausted emotionally, and I totally get that. And that's how I was feeling today. I didn't get really good sleep last night. I really felt overwhelmed with a lot of things that are going on, and I just am emotionally drained, to be quite honest. And so pivoting was really hard for me today. And sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's harder, but it was hard today. So that was a really sharp turn on the roller coaster for me. And I had to quickly find a way to help calm my son down, to help him get through this period of his meltdown or just the transition for him of going into a difficult subject. And I also had to temper my emotions and trying to do all of that at the same time is not always easy. So I wanted to just tell you some things that I do in this kind of situation or things that I did today. So the first thing is that I just had to pause. I paused the school, I meaning I the way that I paused the school was I just put the teacher on mute <laughs> and I turned off his screen and I put the screen down so he didn't see any of the people in the classroom, right, on the screen. So I paused. I took away the distractions. I paused in silence so that he could feel like he was in a safe space, that he could cry and that he could let it out. And I asked him, why are you so upset? And he couldn't articulate it, but I wanted him to know that I'm concerned about him and I'm here for him. So again, the first thing I did was pause. And pausing is so powerful. If you've ever been in a situation where you feel so exhausted and overwhelmed and frustrated, agitated, anything, any sort of emotion that may be more of a negative emotion, pausing is so important because it helps you regroup yourself. It helps you from potentially not saying something that you may regret. It helps you just collect your thoughts, collect your emotions, and just pause. It doesn't have to be a long pause. It can be a quick pause. It'd be however long you need it to be. But we paused. And then I asked him that question. He wasn't able to answer it. He didn't know why he was feeling the way he was feeling. So I basically told him and reaffirmed him that it's okay that you're going to get through this and I will help you. And I wanted him to calm himself down. And one way that he knows how to do that is actually taking deep breaths. He learned taking deep breaths in ABA therapy, and this is not always easy for him to do. A lot of times he will be defiant and not do the deep breathing because he just is being defiant and doesn't want to do it. But this time he actually did do it. So again, we were not on the screen anymore. I took the screen down and I wanted him to feel like he was in a safe space with me. And after clearing out the boogers and wiping the tears, we both took a deep breath together. And breathing for him helps calm him down. And one thing that I do with him, because again, he is just seven 
seven years old, one thing I do with him is just make it kind of a silly thing where he, he can breathe in through his nose and then he can blow out into my face as fast as he can and as hard as he can. So I started doing this with him when he was younger because it helped him kind of made taking a deep breath into something a little bit more humorous. And that's the way that my son really responds well to. And so I had him take a deep breath and then blow it out into my face. And I also took a deep breath with him. So number one, he doesn't feel like he's doing it alone. And number two, I also needed that deep breath. Breathing can help you calm your nerves, can help you calm your emotions, and taking deep breaths can help you just pause and collect yourself. And so I needed to take a deep breath. I started to feel anxious just like him. I know my son has anxiety with his autism and the anxiety comes from doing things that are really hard. I mean, if you are constantly asked to do something that is hard for you to do, wouldn't you feel anxious too? That's totally how my son feels. I can see the anxiety building up in him and I start to feel anxious for him and then I start to feel anxious on top of it for how I'm going to handle the situation. So breathing is so important. So we took a deep breath, we paused, we took away all the distractions, we eliminated the people on the screen, I eliminated the sound so that we muted everyone so it was just the two of us. I wanted him to really feel safe. I wanted him to feel like he was okay. I wanted him to feel like I was hearing him. I understood what was going on and I wanted him to know that I was supporting him. And after about another 10 more minutes after that, we were able to get through the rest of the day. So we had this like really big dip, right? In the roller coaster. We took a moment, we paused, we talked about things as much as we could talk about them or not even talk about them. We took some deep breaths, eliminated the distractions. And then after taking that time, we were able to reset ourselves to go into the next lesson. And he was able to do that. He was able to get through using these techniques that he has also learned in ABA therapy to get through this period of this roller coaster dip in our day. And then we went back up and then it was like nothing had happened. It was like there was no dip. There was no right or left turn. It was like nothing had happened. And that kind of blows my mind sometimes. I am going through this emotion with him. I am going through this roller coaster with him. And I have whiplash from this event that just happened. And he can pretty much go about the rest of his day. It was positive. We were able to go through the lessons. We did talk more about what had happened and how we can work together to work on his writing and how I will be there to support him and all of those great things that I'm telling him to reaffirm him, to build his confidence and to let him know that he's not alone and that it's okay to have a hard time, that it's okay to have a hard day. But he went on the rest of the day like nothing had happened. And I'm sitting there like, I want to go curl up in a ball and cry my eyes out and just, I'm so overwhelmed, right? I don't know if you have ever felt like this, but after an event that has happened, I feel completely drained. I am so exhausted from it. So I totally get that. This happens so much. Every day is so different. And it's almost like I feel like I'm on edge sometimes on when those moments are going to happen. And I want to anticipate them. So I'm kind of on edge all day long. And then sometimes nothing happens. And then sometimes something happens. And we're on this roller coaster. Sometimes it's a really pleasant roller coaster. And we're going along throughout the day. And then other times it's like this crazy, you know, twisty, turny, a roller coaster that has multiple loops and 
twists and turns and all those things, right? It's like super big drops and really big hills and it is just all over the place. And today was a little bit like that, but every day is so different. And so I feel totally drained from that. So what can we do to help ourselves? What can we do to help our own mental health, our own emotions, our own things that are being affected? You know, I get it. My son is number one. My son is the most important thing to me. My son is the most important person to me. He's my favorite person in the whole wide world. And he can kind of push through it. And I think children have the ability to do that. But for me, I have a hard time letting things go. I have a hard time just moving on throughout the day, right? Move on, let it go. And everything is great now. What can you do to help yourself? A couple things that I've done in the past is walking away for a minute. Sometimes you just have to step away from the situation. And it's not like you're neglecting your child, but if it's safe to walk away, go in another room for a second. Step away for a minute. Collect yourself. It's similar to pausing, right? You can pause within the moment, within the same room, or you can pause somewhere else. And I think having that minute of just stepping away kind of takes you out of the moment and resets yourself so that you can walk back into the moment a little bit more grounded. So if you are able to walk away for a minute and it's safe for your child to do that, do that. And I think coming back to it with a clearer mind, coming back to it with a more positive approach could also help the situation. After the moment has passed, what can you do then? If you're able to go for a walk around the block, if you're able to, you know, get some exercise, maybe if, if you're able to maybe do just some stretching or something light to just reframe your brain. If you're into journaling, write it down, get it out, get everything out of your brain so that you can just dump it out and make room for more positive things to come into your brain. How do we eliminate these emotions? How do we let them go? Something else I do is I pray. I pray to let this go. I write it down and put it in my box. I have a God box and so I write down something that's bothering me and I put it in my God box and I just give it away. I let it go. We have to find techniques to be able to let these things go so that it doesn't ruin the rest of our day and that we can move on in a positive light. And as much as this is so draining for us and as much as this is so emotionally draining, physically draining, mentally draining, all of those things, we have to find ways to cope with those emotions and not just hold on to them throughout the day. So if there is a moment where you can write it down, if there is a moment where you can pray about it, if there is a moment that you can take a walk around the block or just do some light stretches or some yoga or something that will physically help you get that out and release that tension and a re release that emotional strain, that will be such a great thing for you to do so that you can go back into a situation or you can go back into the day and not let it ruin the rest of your day. And I have had those times. I have had those moments where meltdowns and these kinds of situations, which are even bigger bigger than they were today. I mean, today wasn't as big, but I have had these huge meltdowns that will have lasted for 45 minutes to an hour, if not longer. And I have let those moments ruin the rest of my day. I have let those moments get in the way of finding what's positive throughout the day. I have let those things get in the way of having a good rest of the day and ending the day on a good note. So be intentional. Know that these things are going to happen. We know that these things are going to happen. I've seen it happen day in and day out, right? We don't know exactly when they will happen or what triggers it, but we know that these things will happen. So build that toolbox for yourself. Figure out 
how do I not only support my child, but how do I support myself? What are those tools that I can do so that I can let these things go, that I can continue on throughout the day with a positive light and a positive mindset? And I know this is not easy, and by no means am I saying this is an easy thing to do. This really does take intention. You have to be intentional about this. You have to recognize in your own mind when something is really turning negative, when you're going down a really bad path. And I have also let these things take me down a very depressing path. I have been in the dark so much throughout our journey and I have had to dig myself out of the darkness to find the light. I had to get through these things to figure out, okay, what are the tools that I can use to help me push through the rest of the day so that it doesn't completely take over the rest of my day? that I can have a positive day, even in the midst of these meltdowns or these situations. So build that toolbox for you. What is it that will help you feel better? And I really encourage you to identify that, to be intentional with what that is, and to move forward with letting it go and to move forward with finding a way to not let it affect the rest of your day and to get on a much more smooth roller coaster for the rest of the day. So I don't know if this has helped you. I just felt so compelled today to talk about this because of what was going on today and what has happened in so many other days previous to today. But if you ever feel like you're on a roller coaster, I totally get it. I understand. And so many of us are on those roller coasters every day and you are not alone. So make sure that you reach out to someone, make sure that you talk about it, make sure you figure out what works for you to let these things go so that it, and that it doesn't take over your day. So if this resonates with you, and if you know someone who this can relate to, please subscribe and share this podcast. You can also follow me at susanfink.rise on Instagram, and feel free to DM me to tell me what you think. Have you been on a roller coaster lately? What did you do to get off the roller coaster? What did you do to turn your day around? What did you do to support your child? I would love to hear from you. And as you know, my mission is to help as many people as I can, and I cannot do that without you. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you for your support and sharing this podcast to help others. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize, and I am here for you. And we can do this.